0: Mani was a big deal in Persia in the 3rd century AD, and he looked like Jesus, say I, with an Irish accent, all of a sudden, you know, was he? This episode's not about that. Uh, This episode's about something he said, and he said, once upon a time that there are four great kingdoms on earth. Rome. Well, wow. yeah. Rome always comes in at number one. Uh, China, Aksum, and Persia. <laughs> well, of course he was going to say Persia, wasn't he? Uh, like in the twenty-first century, I say there are four great places too. Number one, Australia. Number two, Australia, and so on. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah you've got to be careful when you're reading history. You know, just, just to check, you know, just to keep in mind the biases. Ah, uh, but you know, look, Persia was a big deal. There's no doubt about it uh, at the time, and you know i would say they were one of the big four at the time you yeah, know but still you could quite likely he was always going to say persia and, and, and it's just you know a matter of keeping that in mind i don't disagree with him at all but you know if you don't even let if you don't allow that to cross your mind you're in a lot of trouble because you're going to believe everything you read if you if you're going to you know if you're going to believe what you want to believe yeah you know. Yeah, look, if I was a Persian, if I was an Iranian, um, yeah, I'd read that and say, oh, wow, bingo. Yeah, Actually, he had Persia at number two, I think. So I'd say, yep, ah, that's a good fact. <laughs> I just read. See, but you shouldn't, You know, I mean, what about India is the thing I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, he didn't mention India. And why didn't he say the top five? You know, just so he could get India in there. Did he hate India's guts? You know? Um, and maybe India was number four. And China was number five, for all I know. You know? Um, it's interesting, you know, because I think India was a big deal. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting that he picked those four and didn't mention India. And that gets me thinking. I still think he might have been right. And apparently he was just, like, a big deal. And... uh And definitely smarter than me, Uh, you know, he's Marnie, (laughs) and I'm Charlie. You know, there's a big difference. Um, But, you know, I think it's a, you know, it's it's standing out like a sore thumb, that he didn't even mention India. What's going on there? He may have hated their guts. No, I think from the very little bit that I googled, mainly just to get a funny image, uh, which I have an image of him where he looks just like jesus so i'll put that up as a thumbnail as they are called um but he does seem to have been an academic well, as far as you could be an academic back then i think um it was hard to um separate academia from theology and all that sort of stuff back then. But that's a, that's a whole other story. There's no doubt about it. You know, a lot of theologists are a lot smarter than a lot of scientists, a lot of 21st century scientists. Actually, have you heard anything published by 21st century scientists lately? You know, uh, someone I know, my wife's uncle says, scientists in the social media age are devaluing their own currency. You know. And I'm inclined to agree, you know, um yeah, you don't get blokes like Charles Darwin anymore. oh, hang on, uh, here we go, here we go I've got, I've got the beagle letters down there, yeah, my books, and hold up my computer <laughs> um, that was just by the by happened to be now, um, so what am I thinking, yeah? It's a notable omission. India, where did it fit in? And some people will read a quote like that and say, ah, the top four were, you know, China, Persia, bloody Rome, and Axum." you know. And they would say, there's my information for the day. Um, But you know, there's other ways of reading quotes like that. Um, And the other way, you know, the other way to read a quote like that is not just to say, read that and go, bang, great. I'm a Persian. I'm one of the big four, you know. It's good, I think, to say, what's missing from that quote and why? And I'm sure there's some great reasons, you know. This is not an academic um, YouTube channel, obviously. (laughs) You know, this is a YouTube channel that just gets me thinking. But it doesn't come up with answers. But, you know, just the act of getting thinking is a good thing. Um, so, you know, I start to get thinking, why did he mention those three and just omit to mention India? And, um, and you know, and you come up with conspiracy theories, you see. This is where conspiracy, conspiracy theories come into play. Um, and I don't think conspiracy theories are a bad thing. I think they're great. I love them, actually. I love them. Uh, it's not bad to come up with conspiracy theories. It's probably just bad to hear one and believe it, yeah. You know, but it's actually really smart to come up with them. Um, I was speaking to an Axumite yesterday, actually. Uh, I'll mention her in a minute, and she came up with a conspiracy theory, which I thought was really smart, you know. Um, yeah. But she's one of the smart ones, you see. That Aksumite girl. By that I mean an Ethiopian girl, you know. Um, Jenny Young. Uh, her name was Elsa, uh, Elsa, yeah, someone's been watching Frozen, see that's just a theory what I just said there, it's not necessarily fact, you know, but I could say that and you could say, yep, definitely, she's definitely been watching, um, she's definitely been watching Frozen and that's why she's called herself Elsa, you know, she's come across here from Ethiopia and, you know, she's decided to call herself Elsa, you know, uh, Ah, yeah, but that's the difference, you know, see, I, I, I call it a theory, but this other person who believed my theory as fact, you know, conspiracy theories are something you can, um, you know, I think they're an intelligent thing to develop, uh, but they're not, a, it's not that intelligent to believe them every time. Right, now, um, or believe the ones you want to believe, and all that sort of stuff, Yeah, you oh know, all that's obvious, you know, obvious, yeah, um, Anyway, what's his name? Marnie. Okay, so and uh, you know, standing out like a sore thumb. Where's India? Yeah. And then, you know, look, there are some people. You know, like if you're a Roman, you say, "Yep, I like that quote. I'll take that no further." And if you're an Axamite, you say, "Yep, I'll take that quote and I'll take that no further." And if you're a Chinese bloke you say I'll take that no further, but I'd put us up the top. Yeah. Um, and if you're a Persian, you'd say, "Well, <laughs> mani said that." <laughs> uh, but um, you know, and all those blokes will probably say, ah, you know, "Wouldn't even, wouldn't even, they wouldn't even um, turn their minds to India." Most of them, you know. But I've turned my mind to India because I don't care about any of those other four. I don't care about Romans. I don't care about Aksumites, you know, I don't care about Ethiopians. I don't care about Chinese people. And I don't care about Persians, yeah. I only care about Australians, yeah. Um and and not only that, Victorians. Yeah. In fact, Melbourneites. in fact people from my street. In fact, people in my shed. (laughs) Me, yeah. That's all I care about. Uh, but having said that, when you're reading history, you have to be careful. And you sort of, and, uh, you know, it's, I start to ask questions and come up with no answers, but the questions are important. Maybe the top four were Rome. Well, it depends how you define great, doesn't it? Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I think the indigenous Australians were pretty great. Much greater than the Romans in the broad sweep of, you know, the idea of greatness. I really do, and I do. Yeah, I've come to appreciate indigenous culture, and um, and uh, and, uh, and I've come to feel that the Romans led us all astray. What about that then? Yeah, um, but you know it depends on what you mean by great. All oh, right, Marnie probably mean probably meant impressive, great. You know, uh, big monuments and all that sort of stuff. You know, all right. So lots of money. So what were the, so what were the top four uh, kingdoms, if you like? Uh, see Rome shouldn't be called a kingdom. <laughs> see he's got that wrong. He definitely has see? Because Rome wasn't a kingdom at all. Not a, you know it's just wrong to characterize Rome as a kingdom completely wrong um, at the most fundamental level, it wasn't a kingdom. Um, but then maybe, you know, I don't know what the Persian word he used was, and maybe it's been translated badly, yeah. But these are the, see, you have to start asking questions, not just reading a quote like that and saying, oh, bingo, top four, you know, a little bit like, you know, Carlton, Essendon, yeah, oh, sorry, round the other way, Essendon, Carlton, yeah, Collingwood, and who's fourth at the moment? Richmond? Yeah, Melbourne, yeah, one of those, you yeah, know, Melbourne, yeah, I think. Actually, no. Hawthorne? Yeah. Greatest team since World War Two. Hawthorne. All right, so, you know, yeah, and if I was to read a stat like that, you know, the top four uh, AFL teams are Essendon, 16 premierships. Collingwood, 16 premierships. Um, no. Essendon sixteen premierships, Carlton sixteen premierships, Collingwood fifteen premierships, Hawthorne, however many they've got, I think it might be thirteen or fourteen by now, maybe fifteen. Oh, I'm losing track. As long as we're on top, see that's it. Now, if I heard that stat, you know, that's that. Yeah, so you know, when you read a when you read a quote like that from Marnie, G- Jesus Marnie, uh do you just buy it? You know, and if so, you're like that other person back then who, you know, when I said, <laughs> maybe that um, Axamite I was talking to yesterday, maybe her name was uh, Elsa because, yeah, someone loves Frozen. And the other person says definitely. You know, so when Marnie says that thing, um, you know, maybe he didn't even believe it. Maybe look, he could have even been flattering his trading partners for all I know. Look, I think he was an academic, and uh, you know he was a kind of Jesus Socrates, you know. So no, I don't think he would have been doing that. But you've got to allow for it. Maybe he hated Indians, you know, who were next door to him on the other side. And um, and what was the context of that quote? You know, was was it in a um scholarly? Document. I have no idea about the answer to this. But and it doesn't matter whether I, it, you know, it, it comes to pass that I'm wrong. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, if for example you look it up now and prove that you know, prove the case one way or another. The point is, this episode is not finding out. It's not about finding out what's true or not. It's it's just saying what's the value. You know, is there any value in asking questions? And, um, uh, you know. Maybe the context of that of him making that quotation was that he was um, he he felt the need and wanted to to flatter his trading partners who might have been Rome, China, and uh, Axum, and uh, he might have been right in the middle of a war with India. I don't know whether he was or not, but the point is, you've got to allow for the you've got to allow for the possibility that um, Elsa's parents named her Elsa. It's possible, why did you say it was certain that she was into Frozen? Why did you say that, you know? Oh, she that's right, what was she talking about, Elsa? Uh, She was talking about um, uh, something, hang on, I'll remember. She says, oh, she was looking up coronavirus stats. That was interesting you know um, because I made mention of, of the death Olympics you know the death Olympics you know, as I characterized them that's where you look up the stats to see who's winning the Death Olympics well America you know yeah. but then you, you look you've got to look at it you know per capita you know. still America <laughs> maybe um, anyway the Death Olympics and um, and I remarked because she is from Ethiopia, but you know, a new Australian. And um, I remarked, ah, oh, look at that, Ethiopia and Australia neck and neck, same number of cases, same number of deaths, just about neck and neck, you know. And um, and I said, but that's a lot of rubbish, you know, no, because you know we obviously do a lot more testing. And number one, Ethiopia hasn't got a chance of doing a lot of testing, you know, because unrest and all that sort of stuff, and you know, haven't got haven't got as many testing kits as us, maybe, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, you know, those stats aren't worth looking at. And she said, oh no, I find them very interesting. I said, what's interesting about those stats? And she, she's actually a smart cookie, this one, Elsa. And she said, well, they actually still tell a story. I said, what story does it tell? You yeah, know, I can't trust that. Yeah, Australia's got whatever, I, don't know, I forget how many. You know, Australia's got 10,000 cases. Ethiopia's got 10,000 cases. But, you know, there's nothing to be, I can't trust those figures. And she said, the extent to which you can't trust those figures tells a story. And I went, what? And and then she explained that. And she said, you know, for example, she said, "Um, Ethiopia and Australia, neck and neck in the stats, right? And I said, yeah. And she said, well, you know, you know that Ethiopia's got heaps more cases than that. And I said, yeah, that's why stats are bullshit, you know. Um, And she said, yes, but that becomes a measure in and of itself. Um, She said, um, the